to a special edition of the Sam Bissell Podcast on the Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And right now, this is a special DC Fandom edition of the podcast. And right now, I'm going to be recapping the Snyder Cut of Justice League panel along with Black Adam on this recording. And so I'm going to get right into it. Probably one of the most anticipated panels of today was the Snyder Cut for Justice League. People wanted to know what exactly is Zack Snyder going to do with his cut of this movie? What is it? How long is it going to be? What's the format? What kind of title is there? And we got all of that and a whole lot more. And just to go on the panel alone, I thought so far it was probably the best panel to come out of DC fandom today. We still have Batman to come out with. We still have Shazam and Aquaman. But as of right now, I still think what Zack Snyder was able to do with this panel was really kind of incredible in that the the beginning of it was the surprises of seeing that Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, you had Patty Jenkins, Ray Fisher, and Ezra Miller as Zack Snyder questions about the Snyder Cut and what he was looking to do with it, what he was going to cut in there, what he was going to create and put in there, and what is subjected to be a three to four hour cut. And then Zack Snyder decided to answer questions or, or answer or ask questions to the fans who were started the initiative of release the Snyder Cut. And I thought that was the such an interesting aspect of the of the panel in which you really kind of see the impact that Zack Snyder has had on fans. And, and the fans were saying that they were cheering for Zack Snyder. They love his films. They His films inspire them. They impact them in ways that really are personal to them. So to hear that was interesting. And it's not just something that's here in the United States. It's worldwide. One of the people that he was talking to was from China. So it's just crazy to think that really this, this really is a, a fan-driven affair. And whether you agree or disagree with the fact that Zack Snyder should get this opportunity, put this out there, I think you really have to look at it, the fact that the fans fought for this thing for years, for three years, they wanted this thing to happen and they finally got it. So I think just seeing them and hearing them was absolutely remarkable. So I, th- I think that is why this panel was really incredible to witness. And then we get into really kind of the meat of it where Zach talked about what is going to be included in his version of Justice League. And he said that, and he said this over and over again for the last few months when it was announced that Cyborg, Ray Fisher's character, is really the heart and soul of this movie and that his character is really going to be examined and discovered alongside Flash, Ezra Miller's character, who we got a good amount of, but I think it seems like we're really going to dive into his powers, into his character, his personality, his backstory, more than what we got in the 2017 version. And then with Zack Snyder, too, and when you look at BVS and Man of Steel, you you see a lot of, of, of thematic underlinings, especially when it comes to mythology and, and, and methodical gods and beings and it seems like he's going to continue that in which he says that joseph campbell's the hero's journey is a big inspiration for him knights of the round table is a big one as well so to see that that is going to continue to be something that is translated from bvs from man of steel into this one is really really exciting and going back to to what the fans were saying 
the reason that that they fought for this so hard too is again because of their deep impact but they realized too of, of the difference and when they watched Man of Steel, watched BVS, and watched Justice League in 2017, they knew that there was a difference in the style and the aesthetic where even I can really tell, and I think a lot of people couldn't as well, that watching Justice League, it felt more of a Josh Whedon type. It, it was very vibrant in colors. The way that the aspect ratio was played out, it felt like an Avengers 2.0 in, in terms of the way that it was shot and created. It was more on, on Josh Whedon's side. And then, of course, before the the trailer premiered, he Zack Snyder unveiled the format that we're going to get. And again, that was something that was always asked because it's debuting on HBO Max. Would it be an actual four-hour movie or would it actually be a limited series that would be broken up into six to four different parts that would play out in an hour or so? And we got the answer, and initially it's going to be a four part, four parts in a limited series, and they're all going to be one hour each on HBO Max. However, for places that do not have HBO Max, specifically more internationally, they're going to bundle, bundle it up and actually put it together as a single movie that is going to be four hours long and come up with a distribution plan for it. Now, some people I think are going to start to speculate, does this mean that we are going to actually get some kind of of actual version theatrically? I don't know, maybe, potentially, we could potentially get that, I'm not really sure, but I think that's gonna be a conversation that comes up, but it seems like the initial rollout, at least here in the United States, and everywhere else that has HBO Max, is that it's going to be four parts, one hour each, like a miniseries. And I think it's also going to bring up a question that I'm going to ask as we continue to go on with the Snyder Cut and hear more about it and what is going to pertain to it until it makes its release date is, is it going to be a bingeable affair where you're going to come out with all four parts right away? Or are you actually going to wait a little bit and see and actually come out week by week and make it a four-week affair, about a month affair of putting out the Snyder Cut? So I think those are interesting takeaways to come with and ask more questions because whenever you get more answers, it starts to become more questions until you get the final product. So I think those, now that we've gotten some answers, it's going to come up with more questions. And then without further ado, we finally came up to the the trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. And honestly, I'm somebody who has always kind of been interested in seeing what the Snyder Cut was going to be. It, it didn't excite me, but I was interested in it. After seeing this trailer, I am 100% on board of seeing his version of what he wanted to make Justice League be because you can say that there are similarities and, and there are scenes that you could clearly tell were in the the trailers of Justice League that didn't make it into the movie in 2017. And there were some scenes that were deleted that are remastered and put on visual effects. But there was a lot of stuff in this trailer that wasn't that we had no idea that was actually about and, and is the new footage that we've been hearing about. The first thing specifically is what it opens up with is Darkseid. We finally get our first official full look at what Darkseid is going to look like and definitely needs a little bit more touching up, I think. But overall, I thought he looked really, really good, really intense and terrifying. And so I'm excited to see Darkseid in this form. And even the aspect ratio is, I think, 3-6. So it's a completely different one. And I don't know if that, if that is actually going to be what we see when we watch it on HBO Max, but it was something different. And I think that's what Zack Snyder is going to go for. Is he's going to go for those technical 
evolutions. He's going to go for those technical aspects that he can control to make it different from than what we've seen before. Aspect ratio and the color scheme. And, and it, this is a lot more somber in tone, darker in tone, not very dark colors. Again, kind of continuing what we saw in Man of Steel BVS, which is, which is just kind of building on that momentum and having continuity, consistency in it all. And then we had a completely different version of Steppenwolf than what we got in 2017. And I have to say, there were close-ups of Steppenwolf in this one. There were wide shots. He looks far and away better than the way that he looked in 2017. So I'm really excited to see what Steppenwolf brings to the table because it seems like he's going to be more of a secondary villain to Darkseid, who is actually the main villain of Justice League. And then, of course, we got Black Suit Superman. We got a few scenes of him fighting, him floating in the air. We saw Cyborg's father dying, Victor Stone, actually being a part of the the, the mother box, it seems like, kind of like a Dr. Manhattan kind of scenario that seems like it's playing out. So that is something completely new that we did not see before. We also get our first look at Iris West, who we heard reports when casting for Justice League was coming out that there was going to be, uh, Iris West was going to be in Justice League, and but we didn't see anything. There was deleted scenes of her character, but we didn't actually see her in the final cut. So it seems like we're finally going to get those scenes restored once again and see that relationship between Barry and Iris in cinematic form. And then we also get some, speaking of Barry, some new things with his speed. It seems like different from what happened in the 2017 version, Barry's kind of speed force, the way that he runs is going to be very different than what we experienced beforehand and the visuals look different and 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 i think a little bit more sharper and crisper and i I, even Zack snyder himself said that with the flash he's going to be able to manipulate time he's going to be able to kind of come up with his own things and we're going to see a flash that's able to interact with time and and his abilities so this could be something that helps lead into what we're going to get with the flash which i talked about earlier today and something else that we got we also got more about the nightmare sequence it seems like in the beginning where we see the hall of justice crumble down that might be the continuation of what we saw of that nightmare sequence in BVS where where Batman's base was, where's where the Hall of Justice is. So again, a continuation and answering questions that we might have had from BVS that was already linked to this Justice League film. And I think the other thing also too was the 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 rendition of Hallelujah that was in this. And in the beginning, I was like, uh, this is a very interesting choice for Zack Snyder to do, but. However, the way that he was able to build on it and to build on the emotions and the scale and the scope, it worked and it was so effective that I had goosebumps by the end of this trailer. So I am 100% on board for the Snyder Cut of Justice League and to see this vision come to light. And I think it's perfect that this is a four arc or four episode kind of limited series that we're getting. And I am hoping, again, this hasn't been answered yet, that it comes out every other week or every single week that we get a new episode to keep people interest in it. Because I think that's how you ramp up marketing. That's how you ramp up excitement for it. We've seen it with The Mandalorian. We've seen it with Watchmen. We've seen pop culture and these pop culture shows do really, really well if there is a week in between each episode to really kind of get people to talk about it. So 
I'm really excited about this. I think so far the Snyder Cut has been the best thing about DC fandom in terms of its panel so far. I'm interested to see if anything can top it. But I think as of right now, what the Snyder Cut was able to do, it lived up to the hype. It got me really excited for this. It answered some questions, created new ones, and I'm excited to see how Zack finishes it all off. What did you guys think about the Zack Snyder Cut? I want to let me know what you guys thought about it. And then the last one that I just watched, which was really interesting, is the Black Adam panel. And it was only a 10-minute panel and what we're going to get in a sequence of 10-minute panels to come. And this one was just Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We saw it in the trailers of him in, in this virtual background and it seems like this temple. And it's... The Rock talked about Black Adam and the origins and how he's been waiting to actually play this character for a long, long time. It seems like he's passionate about it. He knows the characters. He knows the lore. And we got the official logo for Black Adam, which looks really, really cool. It's all black with a little bit of a lightning on the A. And it's going to be set in present day after Black Adam is exiled 5,000 years ago from his home. And it teases a potential showdown with Superman. Now, if Superman is not in this movie, as of right now, as far as we know, however, one of the questions that Dwayne Johnson answered was talking about which characters would you want to fight and who would you want to be paired up with? And he said, well, Superman, we can either, we have the same kind of powers, we match one another, we could either be friends or we could be foes. And so that was kind of a little tease of what's to come. And what could come down the line. And Black Adam, according to, to The Rock, he said that Black Adam is a ruthless keeper of justice. And he also said that Noah Kanita, who is a, a well-known up-and-coming kind of actor who, who a lot of people, especially young people, really like, he was officially confirmed to play Adam Smasher after reports came out a few weeks ago that he would be coming on board for the film. And he kind of came on as asking a question as a fan. And then The Rock and him kind of got into it and talking about preparation for the movie, what they're looking forward to. And so it was cool. It definitely seemed like they have some chemistry. And then it seemed like at the end, they confirmed that Justice Society of America is going to be introduced in this movie. And that'll include Dr. Fate, Cyclone, Adam Smasher, and Hawkman, who a few days ago it was reported potentially that Alexander Skarsgård is being eyed for that role. However, nothing has been confirmed at the time, but it is confirmed, however, that Hawkman will be a part of this movie. And the last thing that I thought was really interesting about this Black Adam panel was kind of the the concept art and how the concept art really kind of played as a trailer instead of having footage to show because they haven't shot anything yet you use this concept art as a way of kind of introducing audience members to this character to this world and what kind of journey you're going to be going on with this and it seemed like the rock teamed up with boss logic who is an incredible artist an incredible graphic designer if you haven't seen any of his social media work i highly recommend it especially on instagram he's one of the most well-known ones in the game right now so it's kind of see him team up with the rock once again and create this stuff for the beginning in which it showcased black adam's background and then the ending which introduced the justice society of america i thought was really really cool and in a genius way and an out thinking outside the box way of showing some new stuff coming down the pipeline so this is all really really interesting this is definitely 
a, a, a cool panel. I thought, again, nothing nothing really stood out to me. It, it was cool. It was cool to see The Rock talk about this. It was cool to finally get confirmation that Adam Smasher is going to be in it. But it, nothing really kind of was like, oh, my God, kind of what happened with The Flash and Snyder Cut and with Wonder Woman that topped it all off earlier today. But, again, I thought, I thought this was an interesting panel. It was a good one, and I think it continues what we're going to see in the next few with Aquaman and Shazam, and then topping it all off with the Batman later on tonight. But what did you guys think about these two panels for the Snyder Cut of Justice League and Black Adam? Let me know which one was your favorite of the bunch, and let me know down below in the comment section. But guys, that's going to do it for this special edition of the DC Fandom on the Sam Bissell Podcast. I'm going to be back with the panel recaps for Aquaman, Shazam, and the Batman coming up at the very end. It'll be those three, wrap it up, and then I will have a new edition of the Sam Vassell Podcast on Monday. So stick around for one more special edition on the DC Fandom on the final three movie panels, and that will wrap it up for this edition. So stay tuned for one more. I'll be back by around 9, 9.30. I'll have a new podcast uploaded with the last three panels. Until then, keep on screening, and we'll see you in a little bit.